132. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. Psalm chapter 20. Uh, Psalm chapter 20, man, is this royal psalm. So we have, you know, uh, a prayer by the Israelites, the Israelite congregation <clears throat> for the king of Israel that was preparing to go into battle. And fam, the one thought I had about this psalm yeah. is that God's people realize that their, whole, that their only hope is in God's help. Right. Right. Mm. Like, That's good. they're just petitioning. Right. <laughs> You know what I mean? They're just yeah. petitioning and you see them speaking directly to the king in verses one through five and then kind of asserting things about the king in six through nine. And it ends like most of these Psalms do in a note of hope and confidence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, verse one just starts off and says this, may the Lord answer you in a day of trouble. Uh, may the name of Jacob's God protect you. Uh, one of the mm -hmm. things that you constantly see in the Psalms is uh, there's all different types of prayers that come in all different types of troubles, right? Because I mm -hmm. think he wants us to to see, all right, there's a type of trouble that's self-inflicted, right? Right. God's got help for that. There's a type of trouble that comes from the outside. God's got help for that, right? Any type of trouble that you find yourself in, the psalmist is always going to uh, make crying out to God his first mm -hmm response in any kind of trouble, right? So there is never a kind of trouble that you find yourself in that your first response should be anything other than calling out to God for help. There's going to be other things yeah. that we're called to do, but whenever you feel trouble, trouble should be this divine alarm clock that causes mm -hmm. you to call out to God and know that regardless of the trouble that you find yourself in, God's going to hear yeah and i love it too because it's 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 a a variety of things that they're calling the lord for so right. it's like yo protection right hope yeah sentence remembrance right. acceptance right fulfillment of your purposes and promise like all of these things we find ourselves right over yeah. and over crying out to god for and we see it was no different for the people of God then. So why would we not have confidence, right, right. that God could do it if he's been if he's been doing it for people for centuries? Right. Why would he stop now? Right. right. What would compel him to stop doing these things for us now? Right. And that gives me confidence and hope. Um, but one of the things I think, if we're looking at the text closely, the text kind of begs the question of, you know, why does Israel want, want this king to win this battle so bad? Right. Right. Why is it important? What's at stake if God doesn't help? Right. Right. And the reason is because they knew that at this time, the king embodied the people. Right. right. He represented the people. So right. in other words, if he lost. Right. He lost. Right. Right. Like if the king lost in battle, it was a wrap for the rest of the community. Right. Right. And so their fate was tied up in his. Right. And I think that's just a beautiful picture of the gospel, right? Yeah. Like Jesus Christ, our fate, our very eternity is tied up in him, right? right? If he wasn't able to defeat sin, Satan, and death, then it would be right for us, right? Right, right, right. right and right. so looking at this thing, man, on the backside of the cross, bro, we just can see that, yeah, Christ has won this victory. 
And we see that because he won this victory, uh, we can praise God as well. And I think that gives helpful context for verses, yeah, for verse four, right? May he gives you, may he give you what your heart desires and fulfill your whole mm-hmm. purpose. This is not just a blanket blessing where it's like, mm-hmm. I, yo, God loves you. And because God loves you, here's this blank check, right? God wants to give you whatever uh, you want in your heart. There's this assumption that the people of God, their hearts really long for the same thing that God longs for. There's a overlap in a desire. So, so mm-hmm. praying that uh, uh, God would give us what our heart desires is actually praying, right? Or is actually pointing to the fact that we, as the people of God, should want what God wants so that when we ask him to give us what he wants, we're asking him to give us that which he already wants to give us. There's no mm-hmm. contradiction, right? He's not a genie that's bound to, ah, well, they asked for it and I said that I would grant them three wishes, right? That's not what yeah. this is, right? The quickest way to discontentment is holding God hostage to an outcome that he's never promised. This is something more, this is something more beautiful, something better um, than than a genie granting wishes. Yeah, and he and in verse five, verse six, and verse nine, he uses this word called salvation, right, or right. victory in some translations. And you know that kind of tips us off, and the idea of this king being an anointed one, right? right. The word Christ literally means anointed one. So right. when we say this is about Jesus, ultimately, like we're not just pulling this out of thin air, right? right. This psalm is calling for these promises to be fulfilled. And verse seven is just so key, bro. He's like, yo. Some take pride in chariots, others in horses, but we take pride in the name of the Lord, our God. And he's like, yo, even in this battle, right? People right. are counting their horses. Like, all right, right. we got enough we right. got enough ammo here. Right. We got the horses, we got the chariots, <laughs> right. da, da, da. He's like, nah. He's like, nah, bro. Like we take pride in the North. Long as God is on our side, right. we're good, right? Absolutely. God's people aren't those who trust in military strength, equipment, and resources primarily, but they are those who trust in God personally, right? Like we know that having him on our side is the sure way to have the victory uh, we desire. Yeah. Yeah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your grace towards us, uh, the victory you've given us in Christ over sin, Satan, and death. We pray, Lord, that we would see Jesus today as victorious King, as resurrected from the grave. And there would be uh, our only hope for life and death. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.